0: ski Sessions year-end show. This is episode 127. What's up, B-Pound? How's it going? Number 27, Rudy Gobert. Ooh, I like it. The Stifle Tower, the French Rejection. Which of those two nicknames do you prefer? I prefer Man Mountain Paris. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I don't actually know no. that one. I, I you haven't because I just made it up to my knowledge, okay. but I think of the one of the real ones. <laughs> I think Stifle Tower is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like Stifle Tower a lot because Eiffel Tower is also by a humongous margin the biggest thing in Paris. Yeah, and Rudy Gobert is very tall. He is a large, athletic man. Yeah. So for this episode, we, as we do every year, we have to talk about our predictions for next year. 2022, of course, before we go those predictions, we are, if if nothing else, we hold ourselves accountable. Do we, Matt? We do. We are absolutely the most accountable podcast in podcasts America. Okay. So I, I, I'm nervous to know for sure, but B pimp, you went through the archives. You took a look at last year's episodes. How did we do in our predictions? I know for sure that I was 0 for five. Okay, let's let's go over your five predictions. Okay, let's uh, start with review, me. review where the missteps might have taken place. And I di- I will say I did go back and listen to last year's episode, um, which was a great a great you know as usual year end prediction show. But I did I did openly say that I thought I was going to go over five, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, then that's kind of getting a prediction <laughs> correct in and of itself. Maybe a one yeah. for six. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think I got like a third of one right by having no faith in myself. <laughs> um okay, so my number five was that Tony LaRusso would not make it through the first season as White Sox manager. He did with flying colors. Stunning he did. Playing. Yeah, they were uh I, I didn't follow baseball this year, but as I from what I heard, they were quite the powerhouse until the playoffs. But he's wow. definitely still the manager. He is definitely still there. My number four was kind of a wonky one. Um, I consider it a failure because I said the streaming service bubble will start to burst. And the way I kind of came up with to test it was that, or we kind of did this together, but we said a major streaming service would have to fail. There would have to be like a large cost decrease for one of the big streaming services or a big merger that was clearly to avoid a a shutdown. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think any of those happened, so that's it's it's gonna happen though like i i feel like this prediction was maybe a little early but it's got to happen i i i don't want to get too sidetracked but have you seen is it odd to you the way that the fox streaming service is marketed have you seen ads for it it's called fox nation honestly i haven't what's going on there it's advertised as like a fox news But it has all of Fox's streaming stuff on it, but they're really catering to like the hardcore right-wing Fox news audience. It's so strange to me. I don't understand. Like that's kind of weird because there's always been like a disconnect between Fox, the network's actual programming and Fox news. And I think that's benefited the network to have that disconnect. Absolutely. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but that's what, maybe that, maybe that'll be the, the uh, thing that causes them shutdown um but number three number three sadly was wrong i think this was maybe my most reasonable one but patrick williams will win rookie of the year he did not he had a very good rookie year i would say mm-hmm. he did um just didn't quite have enough to win the award no but definitely a good rookie year you shouldn't feel bad about that prediction at all Um, This one I do feel bad about, and I put LOL in parentheses when I sent you these. Um, I will give the boot to half the whiskeys I reviewed in 2021. (laughs) You, to your credit, called me out immediately on this for being (laughs) no chance. And I wouldn't call you out immediately, but I have kept tabs throughout the year just saying, like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and it's, I believe I probably only gave the boot to like one or two whiskeys. so <laughs> Out of 20, probably. <laughs> yeah, so there was no, not even close. Um, and then my number one was Donald Trump would spend Christmas right now in um, federal prison. So unless he gets arrested in the next week, I'm over five. Yeah, well, you know what? You went for it with these predictions. So I'll give you credit for that. Um, how are mine faring? So number five, I know you got this one right. Adele will have a new album and it will be the best selling album of 2021, which was correct. Is it well, I know it's the best selling album right now. I it's listed in her Wikipedia, the Wikipedia article for her album. It says it's the best selling album of the year. So I guess something could overtake it in the next couple of weeks. Nope. If Wikipedia but. says it, it's correct. And I don't, I honestly I don't think anything will overtake it so yeah probably i i will give myself some credit that was almost a two-parter making a guess that adele would have a new album at this point last year when i think it was already rumored to her working on it is not much of a stretch i suppose but i feel pretty good about that that was yeah i thought that that was i did not know that it was even rumored so i consider that to be a really good one and you've already beaten me with one so um the, no, your number four was one that I'm thankfully thinking didn't happen, which was the Bay Area did not have a 5.5 or larger Earth. earthquake. Definitely did not. I, I'm trying to think if we had an earthquake at all that I recall.
1: And we you also had said some little
0: ones. Yeah, you also said that you would have the best fire season in the last four years. I don't know if that happened. I actually, would you... I would argue that is true. Okay, there were so you some got... fires up in Tahoe, but in terms of days of, I would say but I don't know what you would call it. I just like bad air in the Bay yeah. area. It was the least by far out of the time that I've been here. There was one bad day and it wasn't even that bad. So that's one of those ones that you technically got wrong, but you did have a little um, half right in there. Yeah, I don't know why I had so many two-parters. Well, t- I think that's your style. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm I, getting away from it this year. Okay. I, I, I wanna clear no fence sitting on this one. I got you. I like it. I like it, but hey, it's good to mix it up. We're, we got so many years to do these predictions. We got to have all kinds of variety in here. Definitely. Um, your number three is similar to my number one, which is Donald Trump will be charged with a crime, which I do not believe he has officially been charged. He's being investigated heavily. Yes. Got to so, wait for it to play out, but that has not happened yet. Right. And then, um, your number two was a great prediction, which is that one of your avocado trees will produce an avocado. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that has not happened. However, oh. however, one of the avocado trees is producing a flower, which indicates that it might think about producing an avocado soon ish. I like it. So, there's hope for next year. I, I wish you had on this one. Yeah, you were early in. I wish you had said one of your avocado trees will think about having an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna put some feelers out there for, do I want an avocado? Maybe. He's sending some 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 agents ahead like, hey, is it yeah. ready? Should I be making avocados? <laughs> um, oh, and you're number one. It will be announced that Seattle will have an expansion NBA franchise. It uh, didn't happen. But isn't it like, I hear more chatter about that? Like, is Isn't it expected to happen? It just hasn't happened yet? i yeah i feel like it's gonna happen i almost made this a prediction again for this year but i i, I didn't want to i didn't it was so important to me that i almost didn't want to put it as a prediction yeah maybe by not putting it you'll cause the universe to have it happen but i have been seeing like think piece articles by nba columnists about like what would seattle do for their arena blah 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 blah, blah. so when that happens i feel like it's yeah. in the ether somewhere that it's got to be coming I mean, the thing is like, I was, I was pessimistic that us getting a hockey team would even help. I'm not so sure how I feel about that now. I mean, the thing is like, we have an arena It could now host an NBA team. And that would be sufficient for what the NBA needs in an arena. However, it's often the case that the owner of an NBA team also likes to own the arena. That yes. would not be the case here unless they built another arena, which It'd be kind of ridiculous to have two like arenas in Seattle. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um, but I'm, so I'm you're hopeful. W- I am too. I can't wait. I love the the Supersonics branding and colors and the team's history and I just love the all the background. It's one of the most storied franchises. I think it's an embarrassment to the NBA that it's been gone for as long as it has. So I'm hoping yeah. that it'll be back. Now, my proudest Sonics moment of this year was when Sean Kemp Retweeted a video of my daughter dunking a basketball and yelling Sean Kemp. It's great. It's it's a it's it couldn't be more appropriate yeah. based on your longtime Sonics fandom. Definitely. So I guess what that put me at like one and a half out of five. Yeah, I'm I would totally say that true about it. Like somewhere between one and one and a half out of five, depending on how you feel about scoring it. Right. This year, I think I'm gonna go fire for five. I think I'm going to go, uh, based on how bad my normal are, I'm going to be really bullish and say, I'm going to go two for five. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Um, before we get into our predictions, I have a whiskey. Uh, it's in a pretty interesting bottle. It's essentially in a wine bottle. Oh yeah. It's got like it, a teal or no, what is that? Like a tangerine color at the top. It's wax. Uh, which I did have to peel off, and was actually kind of hard to get off. But this whiskey is a uh, called Pinhook, and I bought two bottles of Pinhook. This is their Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey. For one of our next episodes, I'm going to try their rye. Oh yeah, uh, we'll see if that rye brings it with the spiciness. But yeah, this is the Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey. Um, it is 49% alcohol by volume, so 98 proof. It gives some stats that are horse related. Uh, so the horse name is bourbon heist the horse size is 16 hands not really (laughs) sure why it has all these stats (laughs) (laughs) the horse Um, size is about the size of a horse (laughs) yeah um but yeah it says on the back every year pinhook releases new bourbons and ryes that showcase the best attributes of our barrels after meticulous barrel selection and blending we find the perfect proof for each expression giving the vintage a character as unique as the thoroughbred on the label. So it's uh, distilled at Castle and Key in Frankfurt, Kentucky, uh, and then hand-bottled in Crestwood, Kentucky. Can you hold that bottle up to the camera again? I want to see it. That's a really snazzy bottle. I like it. I do like it, too. Uh, so pretty light color. But, you know, I, I don't know if part of the reason it's, I think, it appears to be a light color is, I think, because of the way it's bottled. Yeah. Uh, and the way that like a light light can like easier shine through, uh, I think, a wine bottle than maybe your traditional whiskey bottle. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but drinking it on the rocks. My normal we, uh, whiskey drinking glass. I liked your the way you say I have a whiskey. I think that should be our catchphrase. We should get shirts. I have a whiskey. Yeah, I have a whiskey. <laughs> you know, what that is we don't have a catchphrase, which is if we had one, we could be a little bit more marketable and like sell some merchandise. We could make shirts that have like team boot and team smooth and stuff like that and really pit mm. people against each other. I, I like the way you're thinking. I think this is, this goes to one of the predictions I'm going to make, but I think it's, it's start to, it's, it's time to start to explore those kind of avenues. Yeah, I think we've we've been given it the long game of like five years of <laughs> mm-hmm. of not just making money, <laughs> <laughs> feeling <laughs> out the waters. Yeah, just like your avocado tree. Yeah, we are the uh, my avocado tree podcast. <laughs> All right, let me give this a smell. Ooh, it's got a good, even smell. It smells a little bit, a little bit caramely. I'm like kind of getting those notes in there. Like I feel like based on what I'm smelling, it's not too sharp, but, but a little caramely, a little bit syrupy. I can tell by that what you said about the color too, even though you have, it's not definitely not because of the ice cube because you have one big ice cube. It's definitely a lighter color. It for sure is my mm-hmm. theory about the bottle shape, making a difference was proven incorrectly almost immediately. I was buying into that theory fully too, until you poured it in the glass. So <laughs> it was a quick turnaround. I should have not shown it to the camera. So you believe it throughout the entire time. I've taken a sip. I like the way it's sitting. It's got just a little bit of kick that's sitting in the back of my throat. And then it's kind of just smoothly sinking, Hmm. which I really like. I'm going to give it another sip. It has like a little bit of heat on the back of my tongue. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it's like just a, a nice warming sensation. It's now like spreading throughout my chest. I love that. The sweater on the inside factor. Mm-hmm. It's doing that well and it's doing it fast. Second sip. I wonder if I took it a little too quick after the first sip. Because it I'm getting like a little bit of a bite. As if to say, you just had a sip. Hold on. Hey, pal. Yeah. <sighs> That's I what the whiskey said. It's still sitting quite nice. I'm not noticing any notes go awry. It's a very even taste. It's it's got like a decent body to it. Like the smell I wouldn't say I'm getting like the strongest caramely note, maybe like a little bit. Um but it's not just like a punch and then done. It does have like a, a decent body to it. Okay. These are good signs so far, I would say. Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, I don't want to call it yet. I am going to take that third sip, but it would be nice to end the year with a with a smooth trained whiskey. I feel like I've given a decent amount of boots this year. Yeah, you you definitely make our numbers even out more at the fifty fifty range because you're, <laughs> you're like the taskmaster, and I'm like the happy. I'm like the easy uh, teacher who just gives everybody an A. I. It's nothing wrong with those teachers how I balanced out my C's, (laughs) (laughs) you know, okay. Third sip. I got to say, I'm enjoying this. It's a really, you know, pretty easy drinking bourbon, but still does the things that I want that bourbon to do, which is give me like that sweater on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not overwhelmingly heavy, despite like an alcohol content. That's like pretty high. Um, and it doesn't have like quite the bite that 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 like 49% would suggest. But it's also not not at all a shallow taste. So, I got to say I am going to give Pinhook Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I'm going to put it on the smooth train. Woohoo! Good job, Pinhook. <laughs> Good job, Pinhook. I've been giving so many boots that even when I started that turn of phrase because I said I'm going to give Pinhook. Yeah. I'm so like I actually had to change the sentence because I'm used to saying, I'm going to give it the boot. You're used to winding it's up that leg and kicking yeah. it. <laughs> I have to say, I'm going to put Pinhook on the smooth train. I love it. I'm happy. And also, as you were reviewing, I had an idea for one of our merch items, which could be okay. a whiskey sessions, whiskey sessions shirt that says whiskey, like a sweater on the inside. And then somebody standing in an x-ray machine and then you see a sweater instead of their reps. I don't know how to do that from an artistic perspective, but I think it would work. (laughs) Well, we'll find a way to do it from art. It won't be done well from an artistic standpoint, but we'll find a way to do it. Okay. I like these merch ideas. Um, All right. Enough of looking in the past. We have to look forward to 2022. We've got our top five predictions for the year. Was there a theme that you were thinking about when you were putting together these predictions and anything that from your 2021 predictions that informed these, these predictions that you made, or how, how did you go about making this list? Uh, It was a little bit of a mixed bag. I had a couple sports ones that were really at the forefront of my thoughts that just were easy. And then I had to kind of research a little bit for the rest. And I was trying to be a little bit more, not going for easy ones, but like a little bit more realistic maybe. And then I kind of looked for some technology based ones too that are more Exciting and positive than kind of the tenor of my last year, which was pretty negative. I feel like, but <laughs> uh, cool. I, I well, I'm excited to hear the technology based ones. And you had some good ones last year. Like reviewing them again, you had some interesting ones, even if you didn't get them right. There were some yeah. good predictions. Mm-hmm. How about you? What was the, how did you go about it? I mean, I like to think about it. I shared with you earlier. I like to think about like a few different categories. I think about like if I'm opening the. St- a Sunday newspaper and I have every section like do I have a prediction regarding each section that I will see in the Sunday newspaper a year from now okay Uh, so I did that a little bit Um, but I still I still struggled really thinking about kind of what what this year is going to hold so I don't know I like some of my predictions are I wouldn't say safe but the odds are not like very against me on almost any of them Okay. So, we'll see how it goes. I feel like we could be talking again next year and maybe 5 for 5 is pushing it, but I wouldn't be shocked if I got like a 3 for 5. Nice. I like it. All right. Uh I think we should just get into it then. Absolutely. All right, without further ado, this is our top 5 predictions for the year 2022. More than 4, less than 6. It's the top 5. Pam, what is your number five? My number five is the Chicago Bears will clean house. Ooh, okay. Let's let's determine clean house means everybody from Ryan Pace down will be fired. Okay. Well, okay. Let me. GM will be fired. Ryan Pace, the head coach, will be fired. They may keep a coordinator or something, but like they'll make a very clear new leadership new coach everything will be new okay so if we are we are coming back next year if ryan pace and the coach who is the coach <laughs> matt Nagy. matt Nagy. if those two people are gone and probably a few other people will of course be gone too we're gonna say you nailed this one yes but if they only fire the coach and keep ryan pace the gm then i lost okay i like that because you know what this sounds terrible as someone who who left Chicago, but I'm, I'm not from Chicago, so I was never a Bears fan, but like, I say this with all sincerity, even though it sounds jerkish, it breaks my heart to watch Bears fans, like almost period. <laughs> and what yeah. really breaks my heart is when I watch friends who have, who are starting to have kids and are dressing up their young kids in Bears gear. I just feel like saying, you don't, you, you don't have to do that. No, you could make them be. I'm not saying you have to make them be Packers fans, but like you could pick any other team or a different sport. Like you don't have to make them suffer through their childhood. Right. I agree with you and I wish I didn't care, but I I try not to. And then I keep coming back and I do really like their quarterback, Justin Fields. He's, he's definitely got a lot of promise if they don't ruin him. Mm -hmm. So I think if they get this next coaching hire right and find somebody who's competent and can develop a quarterback, they may have a chance, but the problem is, and this is the reason like, this is my number five prediction, but I don't even think it would work is that if they clean house, yes, maybe they'll hire a new GM or whatever. It's still the same ownership group picking that person. And it's still Ted mm-hmm. Phillips who has been there since the early nineties who would make that decision. So he's made all of the terrible decisions you've seen since we've been alive almost Embarrassed football. So, I mean, it's just, uh, until that changes, I don't know that it really matters. Yeah. I, uh, I joked with a friend that, I mean, I think Justin Felix Fields, Fields looks pretty good too, but I joked, <laughs> I joked, I said, you know, Justin Fields looks like he'll be almost as good as Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was Who, not taken well. No. Well, he's, I think he's already better personally, but mm-hmm. I get what you're saying because it's like, when he was drafted, it was like, okay, this is somebody who looks like they know what they're doing. And then he immediately regressed. And Justin Fields, I think what the difference is, he's like, he's definitely more of a competitor and more of like a, he seems like somebody who for better or worse is just going to be like kind of a hard ass about everything and fight through a lot. I think Trubisky was kind of just like, leave me alone. The city sucks. Like, why is everybody making fun of me? Like, I want to get out of here. You know, like, it just seems like, Different mentalities, but I definitely, I definitely feel silly sometimes when I get excited about a new player for the Bears because it's just I've seen so much of the same over and over again. I will say I, I've noticed this for throughout my entire time in Chicago. I feel like that the optimism that goes into a new Bears quarterback is through the roof. It doesn't last long, right? But I just remember when the Bears traded for or signed Jay Cutler. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was traded, but the and I was listening to a lot of sports radio at the time. Like it was like the second coming. Yeah. Coming to town. Yeah. It was because we were finally getting a quarterback who could throw both hard and accurately, but then it turned out not to be the case, but like his track record to that point, it was like, yeah, this is great. And yeah. then immediately it was like, oh no, this is it's not going The work. Bears have literally never had a very good quarterback ever. They've had very... Uh, they've had one-off seasons where a journeyman veteran quarterback was in the right system and had an awesome year, but they have not like Eric Kramer in like 96, I want to say was awesome. And Jim Miller in like 2001, when they were 13 and three, went to the playoffs was awesome. But these were not, these were just like game planning things where they figured out the way to, to mitigate basically the, the issues that the quarterback had not. You're absolutely correct. It's strange that, to me that they've never had like an iconic quarterback ever. I think it's because that ultimately what they always go back to is like we should be a running and defense team, even though the league is not that anymore, it doesn't really work unless you're unless your running scheme is dynamic, like the Bills and Saints, and some teams do have success with that, but it's just not you can't go back pretend it's 1965, yeah, and try to <laughs> try to be effective now, you know it doesn't work totally i the okay, I had one more question to ask about this. Okay. If the Bears move to Arlington Heights, does that change your fandom? Not completely, obviously, but like. No, I think it just means that they're, I mean, from a business perspective, it's a no brainer because the Soldier Field's capacity is the lowest in the NFL by far. They're not. Yeah, they're it's, it's really they don't own it. They don't get as much money as most NFL teams from. Uh, parking they don't have like entertainment options on the campus to like just, I don't care about any of this because I just care about the football team this is all like capitalism to me but it's it's just there if, if you're being competitive as an NFL team they should have moved there a decade ago because they <laughs> can build it up they can own it they can do concerts and things all year and just make money hand over fist it's crazy that they haven't okay interesting point. yeah uh, all right Good bear's take. I I hope that happens. Yeah. For your sake, definitely. Uh, All right. My number five is at some point this year, probably at the very end of the year, if I were to guess, because it will be after the midterms, Joe Biden will officially announce that he will not run for a second term. All right. I can see that. I don't know who would take his place. People don't seem to really like Kamala Harris enough. So... We shall see, but that's the prediction. I'm leaving it at that All right, second parter. I love it. I love that it's very, that's an easy one to test. Yep. (laughs) Uh, All right. What's your number four? My number four is lab grown meat will hit the market by the end of 2022. Ooh, I like this prediction. I'm starting to try more of the beyond impossible variety. Yeah. I got to say, it's like pretty good. Yeah, I'm a fan. I, the reason I'm excited about this, it's a company called Upside Foods is the main one that I follow. And I get a lot of emails from them. They've been around since like 2015. And they're pretty close. They, I think they wanted to get something on the market this year, but they had setbacks. Um, but I feel like th- this coming year will be when you'll actually be able to buy it at the store. And it's going to be expensive at first, but they're making... I mean, they're basically just getting like a sell from an animal who was already either used in the food production cycle or otherwise, you know, they get one cell basically and just like grow that cell in a lab so that it can be replicated and their technology, what they're aiming towards is like indefinite replication of that cell. So they no longer have to actually kill living animals to make actual meat. So it's going to be a game changer for feeding people in the world when that becomes (laughs) cost-effective. I mean, it's a game changer for feeding people in the world. It's also a game changer like environmentally too. Yes. Uh, That would be great. I hope that does happen sincerely. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. My number four is this is the year our podcast, the Whiskey Pot Sessions podcast, which has a loyal listener base. I will say it's steady. But this is the year we start to average more than 200 listeners per episode. Ooh, I love it. So I, you know, I follow, I look at our listening stats. We usually hit like 40 or so right out of the gate. And then if you go back, we have a pretty good, uh, I would say tail to our listenership for each episode where a lot of episodes do end up going above a hundred. Some as high as like 150, it looks like 140, somewhere in there, but we, we don't, I don't know if we never have or we almost never have Eclipse 200. looks like we yeah. got one to 170 or something like that. I think this is the year that changes. I think we'll be over 200 uh, listeners per episode. Again, we can't thank the listeners we have now enough. We've got a great base. Uh, but uh, I think this is the year. I agree. Sessions really takes off. I agree with you. This is going to happen. And I did notice that when we got stuff posted on Spotify, we had like a big kick that day in our stats. Cause I, some people listened to some back episodes and like got caught up. Yeah. That's a huge credit to you for, for getting that done. Hey, it's everything's a team effort with whiskey sessions. And we also, Ryan was texting me Burkett like laughing about that. Cause he kept, he kept asking about it for the last couple of years and we finally, we Friendly on Spotify, baby. We did it, Ryan. We did it. We did it. Ticker tape parade. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your number three? AI will expand its reach and become more socialized and like water cooler talk for people. I don't, the way that the way that I'm kind of testing this is that there will be an explosion of news stories related to. I think it'll be like synthetic biology and uh, artificially creating new medicines. Hmm. is what I think will happen because I know that they're focusing on that right now. And I think it's going to become more, more like accessible information about it. Okay. I like that. Is there anything like that's pretty specific, but at the end, when we get to the end of the year next year and we're saying like, did we get this right? Do you have like one, one thing you're like really looking for? It's, I'm basically, it, it, that's the only hard part about this one is I was trying to figure out a way to do that. I think it'll be clear so one fun. way, or, I think it'll be clear one way or another because it'll either be something that you're seeing discussed, like just amongst like social circles, or if you like, I have the BBC News app and I follow like different categories and they'll be like the science or the, you know, those tech, those categories that have that information. If we start seeing really um, frequent, stories following this instead of now which is more kind of just like i found more information about this from they had like some northwestern professors doing um doing some 2022 like looking forward what kind of things do you think we'll see and i this is one that i've already been interested in just because of the Mm -hmm. antiviral medication they're trying to develop right now for covid but um i think that just artificial intelligence in general has not even though it's a term that a lot of people know, it just hasn't even reached anywhere near what kind of things are going to happen. I was debating between this and like electronic vehicle or fuel based artificial intelligence advances, I like but one. I think, yeah. This I, another way that you could test it is literally to promise to go to at least 10 workplace water coolers. Okay. <laughs> and if at five of them, they are talking yes. about AI. And I don't mean the Steven Spielberg movie from like 20 years ago. Nor Allen Iverson. Or Al- you can count Alan Iverson. That'd Great. be pretty cool. Okay. I talk about him. He's good. I saw him in a yeah. commercial. I almost didn't recognize him. The sports Weirdly. betting one. I, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe not because they probably wouldn't be doing that. I think it was a Chicago centric one, but he pushes a sports betting. Uh, okay. Birthday. Well, either way, if they're yeah. talking about Allen Iverson or artificial intelligence in at least five of the 10 water coolers, I would give it to you. Totally. Okay. I like it. Uh, all right. My number three uh, has to do with the fact that my wife is pregnant. We are expecting in an April and we had an ultrasound or 20 week ultrasound. We don't know the sex of the baby. The nurse, actually, is she a nurse? No, she's just like a, a technician of some sort. Um, did slip a he type pronoun. Ooh. But I kind of think she was throwing us off the scent. Uh oh. So, my prediction for number three is that we're going to have another girl. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, I this is, sounds like a 50 50 endeavor. But I actually, based on this technician kind of slipping up, I think it's more of like a 60-40 endeavor, and I'm taking the 40. Okay. I like it. Is there still any chance of twins? Or has that been eliminated? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Unless the second baby has just done a fantastic <laughs> job of <my> hiding. <laughs> I think it's a one. Okay. I can't even, like, be, now being a father, the idea of having twins is horrifying. <laughs> How would you feel? I think I know the answer to this based on talking to you, but do you, I don't think you have a preference, right? You don't care if it's a boy or a girl. No, I don't care. But, so that would be kind of cool to have two daughters, I feel Mm -hmm. like. I think the nice thing about having a daughter, at least for me too, is like, I think it's much easier if you have a son to try to like raise them in your own image. Yeah. Which I almost wouldn't not to be self, uh, wait, what is the word I'm looking for? self aggrandizing. Yeah. Like not to be self aggrandizing. That would be fine. But I think it just puts like a, I don't even have to think about that with like two daughters. Yeah, exactly. And it means that I'm not even trying to steer them into anything. I want them to be like their own people. Right. Except they have to play music. Well, they have to play music and they have to be able to dunk a basketball, but that's it. Correct. But that's yeah. two pretty easy things. to. Pretty easy. A <laughs> <laughs> Five foot six woman should be able to dunk a basketball. I think. They're two things I've never been able to do, but hey, everybody else should be <laughs> able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What is your number two? My number two is my other sports one. And this is actually kind of a negative one. So I lied, but. Okay. I think that uh, Major League Baseball will have a lengthy delay to start their next season due to the current lockout. Ooh, that's an interesting take because I, I have heard people thinking that will not happen, but I like your take. And that would be terrible for baseball, but it would I do be. like your take. I just think it's a mess. And I, and I do think that ultimately they end up resolving it because both sides, even though they have a lot of things to fight about, they do want to make money. Yeah. Um, So I think you're probably right. Like it's maybe not that likely, but I just, it's very, it's very lopsided, the labor, uh, the the things that they have to negotiate over and they haven't even started yet. So, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I think it could drag on. God, they got to think of the good of the sport. I just feel like baseball is really at risk of falling from like, what's probably the third most popular sport to like the fifth. They got to watch it. Yeah, that's a great one. I would. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Although one of my predictions would, would indicate that it can't be too long of a lockout, but uh, I'll get to that when I get to that. My number two is one. It's really dark, Uh (laughs) but it's one that Maggie came up with and she said it and I was like, well, I'm just going to go with it." it because I was surprised that she said it, but it's the queen of England will die. Oh, wow, Maggie. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? You love the royal family. How old is she? Uh, She's a million. I mean, I don't even think this is like very unlikely at all. This is probably my most likely prediction. Yeah. Sometimes Um, I wonder about about that. I was like, putting it in there. (laughs) Well, yeah, when I think about doing these predictions, sometimes I think of like a celebrity death pool, and I'm just like, maybe we should just pick five celebrities. (laughs) But yeah, that would be, that is dark. But I mean, you're right. Like, the odds. Yeah, the odds are high. The only, I mean, it's it is dark. I, I don't like. she's lived a really long and good life. Right. She's quite old. I'm not going to look up her actual age, but I'm pretty sure she's like way into her 90s. Okay. So, yeah, that's a good run. And she's been the queen for, I think, like these are, again, made up stats, but like 60 years. Yeah. Um. She's seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, she's getting to the point where like her son, Prince Charles is like pretty damn old too yeah so it's a bit of a downer i'll admit but when maggie said i was like you know what this is a great one i wasn't even thinking in in that direction at all but i think you're right and so i'm gonna put it down as a prediction i like it all right you're number one what do we got i'm running it back donald trump will spend christmas 2022 in federal prison (laughs) do it you know what like this is like when steph curry misses a three-pointer the rebound goes long and it falls right back into his hands, like you know he is not missing that follow up. Nope. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't care about Donald Trump anymore. I mean, whatever. He's got he's gotta live with himself. It's sad. His whole life is sad to me. But like mm-hmm. he at some point it's got to catch up to him and i know that there's enough people looking into all this crazy crap that he's done that it's just he can't avoid it forever and i I told this to lisa speaking of dark she said well if he doesn't die first so i was like i was like you might be be right but yeah like he's he does lead an interesting lifestyle as far as like percentage of his food that he eats that's from mcdonald's so, yeah, I mean, you never know. <laughs> totally. Uh, no, I think that is a very reasonable prediction to run back on. I, I think mm-hmm. that makes sense to do. I would have run back on my sonics prediction if it just, I, I almost felt like too close to it to be able to do it. So my number one instead is a sports one, but this one, I'm actually feeling pretty decent about I was going to half step it at first and just say, make the playoffs, but I'm going to take it a step further. The Seattle Mariners will win the World Series this year. It will be their first World Series. They've never won it. First time making the playoffs since 2001, which is really depressing. But I think this is their year. They're pretty good. That's great. I love it. That's a bold prediction. I think it would be awesome. I haven't followed. I know that they... I saw some of the moves they made. It looks like they have a lot of talent on it. Jerry DiPoto is still the GM, right? I think. I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Let's I think say he's yes. been there for a while. He seems like a smart guy. Yeah, I have not followed them very closely at all. And I've for several years now, I've kind of been on the brink of losing any last inkling of my Mariners fan- fandom. If they won the World Series, though, I mean, show me where that bandwagon is. I'm hopping right on. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, and I think I get to do that because I went to their first playoff games ever. Yeah. 95. I went you to, saw the uh, in 2001. Like I've been well, I wouldn't say loyal, but I've been a fan. You saw the Ken Griffey Jr. scoring on the Edgar Martinez hit, right? Like I, was crazy I was there in the Kingdom. I yeah. made an effort to watch the Kingdom get imploded, which was a, itself a really cool event. Yeah. Uh I feel like I I've, I've been there for the Mariners and I I am ready for them to win the World Series and I kind of think I mean baseball you know like once they get in the playoffs it's a bit of a crapshoot oh it is yeah uh and i just think that crapshoot is going to fall in their favor this year i like it i hope and, th- uh, i hope you're right did you have any any predictions that just missed your list or you're kind of thinking about no i was thinking i was looking at some covid related ones but it's just too like depressing to even come up with one so i was just like no Yeah. i, I the thing I was thinking about was it's going to become endemic at some point, And then the NFL just announced it's going to change its strategy to only testing unvaccinated or symptomatic people. They're just going to ignore anyone who's asymptomatic and vaccinated. So, I mean, that to me is just strictly because they want to keep their schedule on ta- intact. I don't know if it's a wise decision, yeah, but I feel like, intact. yeah, that's like the been, of what the NBA is doing. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I feel like from a public health perspective, it's the wrong thing to do, but from like a, keeping your season on line and making the games viable so that you're not missing 20 players from an NFL team, which is happening right now. Like yeah. it's, they have to, but I, it's just like, who knows what's going to happen. No, I mean, we I, can only do what we can do. Somebody like one of my old bosses actually was telling me that it was a little bit, this, this was a little bit like how the Spanish flu ended and that was like a two to three year endeavor as well, mm-hmm. where it, there became like a a version of it that was so contagious, but relatively not that big of a deal for the people that got infected. And like Omicron it's too early to say, maybe is like that, but I was going to make a prediction that there was going to be another variant that would overtake Omicron, not for the worse, but like maybe be a more milder, but much more contagious version of that. So maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. And I was predicting that it was going to be Upsilon. Mm. So I know this is not a real prediction because it's not my top five, but I want credit for it if upsilon ends up being like the main variant. Okay, I will. I will remember that, and we'll make sure to call it out. Okay, here um, on the 200 listeners a week whiskey sessions. Yeah, uh, but the other one was just like that. That I thought of carrying over was the the Sonics being announced. And I just like I really, really want that to happen. Too much. It better happen. Yeah, it's got to happen. I hope it's a dual announcement where the Sonics become a team and the Thunder get contracted. (laughs) I hope so, too. The Thunder have, like, the third worst attendance in the league right now. Yeah. I knew they could not be sustained if they were bad. They're bad. Although they do have a couple of very interesting players. Like, I love Shy Gilgis-Alexander, and that rookie they have is good. But come on. Get rid of them. Go back to Seattle. All right. If you have... A top five, well, you don't even need to have five of them. If you have any predictions for 2022 uh, that you wanted to share with us, please do. You can hit us up on our Twitter feed. That's at whiskey sessions or email us whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. If you know us, you know that we spell whiskey with an E like all good people do. So don't forget that uh, when you're hitting us up on Twitter or our email, but we have to get your emails for this episode. So let's get into it. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right. I've got one. says, Dear Whiskey Sessions, Happy New Year. What New Year's resolutions are you kicking around for 2022? And this is from Craig in Santa Barbara, California. I would say I'm kind of doing well in a lot of areas as far as like a lot of common resolutions like fitness and stuff like that. But I've been trying for a couple years to ramp up my golf game. So my resolution is to break 80 this year. Whoa shit. That would be amazing. I shot 84 this year. So I gotta, I gotta get down below 80. I will say, I think okay, I probably only legitimately actually played 18 holes of golf, maybe 10 times in my life. Yeah. I, I'm almost certain I had my best score I ever had this year, which you're going to laugh. It was like 114. But still, honestly, for playing that infrequently, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> I was really okay with it. And the only reason I shot that well is because I played like two months before that or something like that. Yeah. Now, it's been like five months since I played. Um. But yeah, if I had a golf related goal, it'd be like to get sub 110 probably. Yeah. I keep trying to play with a coworker, and I keep not finding time to do it. But but there are a couple of people I could actually play with here. I just have to do it. It's fun, but it is a time consuming hobby both in like how long a round takes. And then if you actually take it seriously, like the practice time and stuff, it's a lot, but it's fun. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I do like enjoy golf. I think for me, like definitely thinking about in terms of fitness, like I, I certainly have fitness goals. I don't really know what they are, uh I've just had an issue where i've never figured out how to like sustainably lose weight unless i unless I've only lost weight if i've spent a summer in China mm. where I lost i think twenty twenty five pounds uh and it was only because I couldn't speak Mandarin well enough to probably eat uh, <laughs> <laughs> and when I've worked at summer camps I've lost a lot of weight oh but Otherwise, I don't really know how to do it. So I got to out like a, a way to actually lose weight. But you don't seem to me that like you're, are you, do you feel like you're overweight? Not like a lot, but if, if I could lose like 15 to 20 pounds, Oh, I see what you're saying. That would okay. be like the sweet spot. Okay. I got you. And part of the, I think it's going to be mostly eating. Cause for some reason, I'm never going to exercise enough to actually lose weight. I yeah. I mean, it's for something. The di- yeah, diet is like I don't know what the percentage is, but it's a large percentage 90. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but related to the exercise part, I do want to like more consistently play as basketball. Like I've been horrible during the pandemic of consistently playing. So have I. I make such a day di- if I just play every week for like five straight weeks, I notice I am so much better in that fifth week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm so upset because right before the pandemic I had gotten I was consistently playing maybe once or twice a week for a few hours practicing and I was getting my jump shot back. Everything was back, my handles. And then I couldn't, like I could have technically found places to play outside, but we don't have a really a good option for that nearby. And then the gym I go to, it's just like, I don't, I don't know what the situation is like. I don't, they haven't had the courts open. I don't think. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just queasy about it. So I've just been not doing it and it's a bummer. Yeah. I, I was like, I asked by I, I was doing like rec five on five right before the pandemic, actually to the point where the last game the season was canceled midseason with the pandemic. And I remember the last game, like we kind of knew the pandemic was coming. And we were like joking around, like don't don't cough on me when we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> and I know. And then the next game didn't happen. But um and so that started up again. That league started up again, and people were like, "Well, do you want to play?" And I gotta say, I just like Ugh, five on it's five hard. indoor basketball. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Like maybe if I could get like my daughter a vaccine, but apparently that the trial for her age range is actually not going that well. Oh okay. Um. So I don't even know when that'll happen. It seems like it might not be until the summer. Okay. Uh, in which case. I just don't want to put myself in like too many situations to risk it, and yeah, basketball indoors strikes me as like a situation that is risky. Yeah, it's too hard. It's just like too much heavy breathing in close quarters, and like yeah, especially the know. way I play basketball, it's a lot of really heavy breathing. I'm, I'm breathing <laughs> so I'm trying to keep people away from me with how heavy I'm breathing before yeah, I take I, my jump shots. <laughs> the last time I played basketball, I got so tired. I I got a, like a migraine, a mini migraine headache for like two hours after my god it's the kind of where like my head felt fine or it wasn't that bad but it was usually the first symptom i get with the migraine which is not being able to see very well like kind of have like white splotches in my vision yeah that happened i'm like well that's not good no yeah all i i drank like three gallons of water and then i kind of changed it but still yeah it's it's a it's a sport that like even though i consider myself in pretty good shape right now if i went to play basketball right now i would need like a few weeks of running in short spurts like that to get back mm-hmm. in the in the rhythm of it i think my goal like i'm reasonably optimistic that i'll be able to dunk on my birthday this year unless i like you know twist an ankle or something but i want to go through this year like still being able to do that yeah so we shall see um what do you got in the old email box? We got another one from our friend Doug in Detroit. He's been on. Oh a roll. boy. So Doug, he's not much to, uh, he's a very, he's a man of few words. He says, dear whiskey sessions. I've been thinking that band Weezer, maybe they just need an inhaler or something. You know what? That's fair. I wouldn't even say though. Uh, what is his name? River or rivers rivers. Is it Como or Cuomo? cuomo i think okay is he one of the cuomos oh you know what i don't know <laughs> but i have to look now he so about to be fired for sexual harassment too he probably he's got to look out if he is yeah oh, let's see rivers cuomo uh oh yeah he was born in new york city so he's got to be right oh i didn't even know that yikes uh hold on it'll probably be in his personal life section shout out uh the game let's get personal <laughs> rest in peace Yep. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It doesn't really say clearly. Okay. Um, Let's that is. Is River's Cuomo related to oh yeah, that's one of the high Oh, they're not related. Uh, okay. I mean they don't look alike. No, he's just from New York and also Cuomo. All right. Uh must be common up there. Um it's he doesn't have a particularly raspy voice. I wonder, no. I don't even know why the go by weeds are. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, I like the I I do appreciate Doug's consistency with he just takes he's like a babe in the woods. He just takes every band name as a literal thing and tries to figure out why it's he doesn't understand like allegory or metaphors. I don't think so. No, no, he doesn't seem to at all. Like a fun fact about Weezer, too. I always thought they only had two albums and then stopped completely. They actually have 48 albums <laughs> <laughs> and a cover of oh, uh, a cover of Toto's Africa. That is basically just a remake of the song. Like, why? I don't know. It sounds identical. The drums are a little harder. That is it. Like it's the yeah. only difference I can tell, like I'm like, Oh, the drums seem a little harsher. This is the Weezer version. But why? I don't know. Yeah. If you're going to do a cover, why would you not make it your own? I, I yeah, do A little spin why. on it. Yeah. that's what people want to hear oh well um but i'm, I'm glad to hear that uh Doug in detroit is uh still still struggling with these band names he's I reading old a, <laughs> i'm worried for this guy there's a million band names that he could be struggling with i think he's got like old like rock and roll magazines and he's just go he's burning through his old copies and every time he sees a name he's just like i gotta ask the whiskey sessions about this name i don't know what's <laughs> happening definitely um, all right if you want to email us again that's whiskey sessions music at gmail.com we will read your email on a future episode uh, so write in but that does it for this episode that does it for 2021 be pimp do you have any final words of wisdom for the year that was 2021 and for our listeners the only thing i can say is it's been another year of uh thankful to all the listeners and i just hope you'll all strap into the rocket ship that is the whiskey sessions podcast as we take off in 2022 oh my god like very happy for our listeners but they are lucky that they're getting on board now because it's gonna get crowded just like that smooth train that i keep filling up with whiskeys it's gonna be crowded, (laughs) real crowded (laughs) all right until next year this is AMATS saying peace out and beat him bye bye 2021 adiós